0: The following announcements have been paid for by the sponsors of the Hameen Media Group. Hameen Media Group brand management is taking over. Social media, video, audio, design, marketing, and more. HMG brand management is proud to be partnered with Vince Russo's The Brand, Stevie Ray TV, Rip Rogers' FR Podcast, Goldilocks, Big Vito Brand, The A Show starring Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, and now, Angelina Love in Velvet Sky, the beautiful people. Search for all of our HMG brand management partners on your favorite podcatchers, YouTube, and of course, Patreon. Support your favorite HMG ring veterans by visiting ProWrestlingTees.com, Dr. Man Beast Ted McNaylor, Rikad Papadon, SCG Search from Big Sal, Chris Silvio, Stevie Richards, and of course, the Ayatollah himself, Ben Hamine. Hey, bro. Wake up with the official Vince Russo coffee from Broaster's Coffee. Medium roasted, Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that'll have you ready to go, bro. Available only at thebroasters.com. For a flavorful hashtag RBV fitness foodie experience, visit Zorro's olive ultra premium Extra virgin olive oil is exclusively sourced from the Zordos family private 100-year-old olive groves in Greece. Taste the difference and visit Zordosoliveoil.com today. StevieRichardsFitness.com For the most affordable and effective home workout program that will give you results, real results. 12- and 16-week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at StevieRichardsFitness.com Russo'sBrand.com Where the pros are pros, bro. Get the most valid takes in wrestling from the pros who live it. Visit RussosBrand.com. Subscribe to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on Podbeam.com. And visit Patreon.com backslash Hameen Media Group. We now take you to your featured HMG presentation. Morons. It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they
1: invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings. Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Oh, Grandpa Joe Biden. Much wise, so virile, so strong, so good, so bereverent. You. Shut up, man.
2: I took a trip up there to the North Pole I
1: went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself
2: 9 out of 10 people won't get sick It's 90% effective and man. legit
3: Swap their ass, swap their ass. Dr. Satish I gotta swap
1: their ass. Stop his it? Are they the reason that my friend Jamal's dad lives in jail? That's right, very helpful. They're the reason that all the black people in America's uh, daddies live in jail. i am get my
2: gun. I have my gun and I've been keeping it for. You working know, your story? I don't have a mask on they're, 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 they're a you <laughs>
1: well, just... keep safe. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking
0: aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Moron.
1: It is Tuesday, April 6th, 2021, and this is episode 75 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay.
2: And I'm Anissa. Welcome to the only show online where we speak truth to stupidity every single week.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we should do that.
2: (laughs) Kind of our whole thing. We've been
1: been doing it for a while, and and I know we've been coming out week after week mocking the idiots but i mean it, it comes with a little bit of risk
2: I, I mean, you
1: know these days I, you, know, you never know you know
2: i mean yeah i mean they they might not let you get a vaccine passport if you keep it up
1: <laughs> You're right uh, yeah, i'm i'm 200% sure i'm never going to i'm 300% sure i'm never going to apply for a vaccine passport so I think we're good.
2: But have you seen all the benefits if you get the, uh, well, let's just call it the Vax Pass. I mean, you can leave your house again. Oh, you
1: sound, you sound like that chick from CNN.
2: I mean, you yeah, know. The carrot. Right, right, the <laughs> carrot. Here's the thing, though. I mean, with the carrot, yeah, you know, look at it this way. You still have to wear the mask. Mm. You still have to keep the six-foot bubble. You can still catch COVID, but think about it. You can go to Chili's.
1: You know, that that's a, that's a great carrot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful carrot, um, but it's like they really don't know. Like, they yeah. really don't know, do they?
2: I don't know. I mean, I can smell those fireworks and burgers cooking already. It's just a couple months away to government-mandated, partially permitted Demi freedom. Yeah, I,
1: I, I guess so. I mean, I, I think you can smell them because they actually are outside. <laughs> like, there's literally a giant carnival going on like about like a, a few blocks away from here. Like, I mean, I don't know if we should tell them that we never stopped doing any of this stuff, or if we should just let them keep thinking we're on lockdown. But I, I kind of wonder if anybody's actually on lockdown. I, I, I mean, they they can't be that, you know, that cucked in the blue states, can
2: they? Oh, well, obviously, you're not on TikTok. Yeah, they are. Still, so, um, I mean, you know, you can't even go to a baseball game without your vax passed. Did you see that America's game? Gotta have your papers up in New York. If you want to go to the, see the Mets, you want to go see the Yankees. Well, you gotta show not only your vax papers, you gotta show your COVID test papers, your antigen test papers. I mean, it's a lot of papers.
1: Hey, they <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, this it, it makes me wonder. Like, it, it's been—it's actually been like a couple decades since I've been up in New York, but I remember when I was up there, I, like, they used to have. They probably still have this, like the dudes like selling like the Rolexes, and like they, they they post up with just like they sell all kinds of stuff. But like I remember one thing that just kind of stuck with me is they had like the like the yarmulkes, you know, like the like the, the Jewish I know hats. I the
2: yarmulkes. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like they have the yarmulkes like and that? they got like the the Yankees logos on them. They got the Mets logos on them. So I guess like I mean they're they're obviously really really popular with with you know, with the Jewish community up there, like, I wonder if those people see the irony when they're walking into Yankee Stadium and some fucking Gestapo's like, hold on, I need to see your papers before <laughs> you can watch the, the baseball. They're like, like, did you get your fucking antigen test today? Like, oh, my God. What the fuck?
2: Look, maybe, I mean, may- it could be worse. I mean, maybe if you're not vaccinated, they pin a Red Sox logo <laughs> to your chest. <laughs>
1: That's a, there you go. That'll, you know, how about this? Maybe the Astros, you know, everybody hates them. Hmm. And it's already kind of like a yellow star. So uh, you know, all right,
2: getting spicy. Hey, and
1: you know, well, hey, if you haven't heard yet, though, uh, kind of a late-breaking development. But baseball's over. Um, uh, Trump's hit, actually. What? Yeah, it just started. Trump. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> baseball started it. They uh, they got mixed up in all this nonsense about the um, uh, the, the voting integrity law in Georgia. Um, you know that crazy insane, uh, apparently racist legislation that says you have to have an ID and a pulse to participate in elections now?
2: Boy, uh, yeah, you're saying that happened in Georgia? Well, I... Gosh, I just wonder what could have inspired that. I,
1: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe they're, they're sick of Fat Stacy registering dead cats and Civil War veterans to vote. I mean, maybe, maybe they're like, boy, how did we get a million more voters than we had last cycle? I...
2: I don't get it. I mean, how is this? Somehow this is racist?
1: Everything's racist to these fucking imbeciles.
2: Okay, but what's that got to do with baseball?
1: Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, oh. Yeah, and that didn't stop them. (laughs) That did not stop the, uh, well, the tone-deaf moron who's in charge of Major League Baseball. Um, It didn't stop him from announcing on Friday that they're going to move the All-Star game. They're also going to move the MLB draft out of Atlanta to punish... Georgia, I guess they think they're punishing Georgia Republicans again for for being racist.
2: I'm, uh, boy, I mean, the math there is uh, kind of questionable. I really don't think they thought this out, did they? Well, did they?
1: I, when was the last time they thought anything out? Oh, yeah, but, that's true. But I mean, the. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when, when was the last time Major League Baseball made political stances? Uh,
1: well, I mean, apparently that's their thing now. I mean, so so these two events, I was speaking of math, so they're worth over $100 million in revenue. You know, when you, when you think about, um, you know, all the tourism and, and people, you know, buying hotel rooms and yada, yada, yada. Um, so anyway, they hit them right in the wallet.
2: Okay, well, it serves
1: them right. Yeah. Well, well, by them... I'm actually referring to Atlanta Democrats. Um, oh. do, well, I mean, think about it. I mean, who do you think's working concessions? Who do, who do you think's hawking T-shirts outside the ballpark? Um, who, who do you think's um, hawking uh, bootlegs T-shirts outside the ballpark? Who do you think's hawking um, uh, mixtapes outside of the ballpark? Right, I get
2: it. The people uh, are hawking. hawking.
1: dope. Well, I'm just saying they screwed a bunch of Stacey Abrams poll workers out of a gig. Out
2: of a I gig. Out of a gig. Not, it's, not it's, uh, to mention the freaking corporate money that they're missing out oh, on. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's hurting. Uh, it's, it's really hurting the conservative small business owners from making No, no. They're, they're screwing the leftists from Delta and Coca-Cola who have huh. been, you know, talking shit about them and, and, and trying to screw them.
2: Like, I, I good job, can't Major League it. Baseball. It's, I, I, all because Georgia wants it to make it harder for people to rig their elections. I mean, I don't know, weren't we supposed to have like a God-given right to fair and free elections? Like, who doesn't have an ID? If you can't figure out how to get a picture ID, you're probably too stupid to be voting anyways.
1: Yeah, and I can completely agree with that, because look where all these stupid voters and dead voters got us. I mean, look at the first family. I mean, did you see that interview with Hunter Biden over the weekend? Oh my god. I mean, I can't, I mean, it, that sounded like a share at like a narcotics anonymous meeting. <laughs> and and not real? just, not just a narcotics anonymous meeting, like in a really, really bad, skeevy part of town. Oh my like, god. Like, he's on, I don't know, I don't remember what network it is. This is, like on NBC or CBS or something. This f- fucking guy,
2: I don't know the President's son, the President's
1: business partner, yes, the the guy who who Joe Biden says is the smartest man he knows. he's like, yeah, i've I've crawled on my hands and knees picking crack rocks out of the carpet. I mean, I smoke anything that looks like crack. I've probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anybody you know. He really said that.
2: Good God, it's disgusting. <sighs> I mean, that had to be awkward for the chick doing the interview like. Actually, Hunter. I mean, none of none of my friends smoke carpet cheese and crack pipes at all.
1: I mean, t- to be fair, it, it, at least he didn't try to molest her like is a uh, like oh, underage. Right. I mean, you know, I, I think the dogs got more brains than anybody in the Biden family. Like than than the Joe, than the nurse, than Hunter combined. Huh. You know, Major Biden, maybe the first dog president. Maybe we should have the first dog president because Major Biden would have better border policy than Joe Biden if he went. If he went down to Mexico, he could piss on that gap in the border fence. He'd be doing more than what they're doing now.
2: I mean, didn't didn't I don't know if that dog has many territory. brains. I mean, didn't he just bite somebody again, like his first day back in the freaking White House?
1: I mean, we don't know the whole story. We don't know the context. Maybe he bit a terrorist. Maybe maybe Major bit his Muslim ass. Before he should kill somebody.
2: <laughs> that, sounds like Major might be racist. I don't know. Sounds
1: like Major might be the only patriot in the Biden family. <laughs>
2: uh, didn't he also take a shit in the briefing room or something?
1: Have you seen those Jen Psaki press conferences? I, If I was invited to one, I probably would do the same thing. Oh, my God. I, I'm just saying, though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was Joe and they're just using the dog to cover up. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he looks like the sort of guy that would be, you know, chasing people around, snapping his dentures at oh, him, crapping his Depends. I mean, the man needs to be in a home.
2: All right. I think I think, as yeah, sad as it is, you might be onto something. <laughs> Maybe this is a little tinfoil hat for us, but hear me out. I mean, what if there are no dogs in the White House?
1: No dogs in the White House? You know, I could, uh, I could actually believe it. I mean, you know, they're selling that story a little too hard. I mean, how many, how many pictures do we need to see of a uh, nurse Jill, you know, posing with a German shepherd? Like, look, we get it, lady. You know, either your panties smell like planters.
2: Oh! Or, well, God! Well, I mean, I'm just
1: saying, she, she looks a little too close to those dogs. <laughs>
2: Alright, well, you know, Let's just change gears here. I will say, though, I bet Major Biden is just Joe's Secret Service code name.
1: They're already a full-on North Korean dictatorship. I mean, they might as well. Even if that, even if, if Major Biden is just the dog, I mean, they should make Joe Biden... Uh, they should give him a fake military title. You know, let him start parading around the uh, the White House in an officer's outfit like Colonel Gaddafi. Like-
2: I don't know. I don't think Gaddafi wore a diaper.
1: Well... <laughs> You know what? On that note, I don't think we can get any better than that. Let's just move (laughs) on into the show. So thanks again for tuning in, Uh, of course, on the video feed at tv.gab.com or the podcast at homimediagroup.podbean.com. We've got another ridiculous foray uh, into the fortress of foolishness for you tonight. Um, Tonight we've got horrible bosses, terrible parents, racist highways, and cancel culture gone mad.
2: All right, and if that sounds like fun to you, hit up our call-in line at 813-906-9099, email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com, or just leave a comment in the chat below. We want to hear from you and bring you into the show.
1: And now, it's time for the stack of stupidity!
2: All right. I'll start things off with this story from the World Economic Forum, our benevolent global overlord. Praise them. (laughs) This isn't exactly a news story, just an update. Hopefully, you're not eating dinner while you're watching the program. I mean,. (laughs) I, I I think that
1: by episode 75, they should know better anyway. <laughs> but um, I've got to ask, is this story going to make people throw up? Like, wow. is that how we're going to start things off? It, it,
2: it might, it <laughs> might. But I was actually referring to the terrible news that if you're eating dinner while watching the broadcast tonight, you're probably eating animal cell-based proteins like beef, chicken, and pork. And according to the World Economic Forum, that will just not do. So they have released a new study encouraging an increase in alternative proteins, you know, like ch- crickets, grubs, lab-grown meat, normal things like that.
1: So, I mean, are these people, are they actually aliens? The, the World Economic Forum? Like, who says animal cell-based proteins? <laughs> I like I, I mean, I I know it's kind of a meme to say like reptilian overlords, but that sounds like some shit that a reptilian overlord would say. I mean, the reptiles
2: say. do enjoy eating crickets.
1: They do, and they want to just they're they're just like like yeah, you know, what, sometimes when you like you're eating something that's really good, and you just want somebody else to try it. Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing. They're just like, come on, man, why won't you try the bugs? Why don't you try the grubs, man? We've been grubbing on these crickets for for millennia. Remember the good old days when everybody knew that only crazy people ate bugs? (laughs) You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, we used to watch uh, Bear Grylls go uh, into the wild and he'd eat bugs and it was like shock factor. Right. right? Like fear factor. It's funny you should mention that, though, because, I mean, the study did also talk about the only thing standing in the way of their goal of replacing at least 22% of the meat in the market with worm burgers and soy. Well, the only thing standing in the way of that goal... Resistant consumers. Oh my god! So
1: obviously, you know, I'm I'm a resistant consumer now. Yeah, yeah, sign me the fuck up. Hopefully, they don't vaporize me. I mean, why are these people so obsessed with making us eat bugs? Like, did 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 a cattle rancher steal their girlfriend or something? (laughs) Like, like Bill Gates. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that used to eat worms on the playground as a kid. Maybe you know, out of his own volition. Maybe because somebody made him. Maybe he thinks it's cool. I mean, trust
2: the science, right?
1: That's literally opposite. It's literally the opposite of how science works.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure they're not going to stop at this 22% benchmark either. I mean, once you show that you're willing to eat this stuff once or twice a week, how hard is it to make it an everyday thing? No,
1: it's crazy. I mean, next thing you know, you're going to tell me they're going to stretch two weeks to slow the spread into a permanent lockdown. Uh... Double masking alone in my home, <laughs> swabbing my ass three times a day, getting a daily inoculation to be allowed to use my Amazon account.
2: Oh, no, that would be crazy. <laughs> so
1: Anyway, speaking of uh, Amazon, uh, we've got some data on what everybody's been spending their desperately needed stimulus checks on. And no, it's not their rent.
2: Shocking. Shocked and appalled. Color me shocked and appalled. You mean to tell me that they're not saying, Alexa, pay off my credit card bill, please?
1: You know, I wouldn't be surprised if a few people actually tried to say that <laughs> and, and wondered why it didn't happen, you know, and then gave it like a one-star review. There's some bullshit. I told her to pay my bills. No, not exactly, you know, Alexa, uh, purchase food and, and shelter for my unemployed family. No, not, 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 none of that's happening. No. Um, no, the... What was it? Two trillion dollars, or some nonsense like that? Uh, Two trillion dollars that Congress pushed through, um, so they could drop fourteen hundred dollars in a lot of people's bank accounts, um, pretty much for no reason. Um, no, well, reason. apparently, <laughs> yeah, because of that money. Well, it went mostly to PlayStation fives. Who called that? I I feel like we did.
2: I feel like we did.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, well, that was the number one thing they bought. PlayStation 5s. Okay. Number two, sex toys. Wow. And number three, uh, summer dresses. In, in that order.
2: Huh. Jesus. I mean, apparently those Stimmy checks have inspired a whole new generation of erotic Twitch streamers. I don't know what else to make of that. I,
1: well, is that like... Uh, like, one of those, like, you know, like those, uh, like, like, connect the dots video games. Like, wh- how do those three things go together?
2: I guess so. I mean, like, <laughs> how else are you going to use those three things together? I mean, if you combine those three items, you get your typical thought.
1: Oh? What? I mean, I don't know if they're all being bought together. Uh, they're just <laughs> the top shopping trends on Amazon. But, I mean, honestly, good detective work. Um, how is this yeah.
2: stimulating the economy again, by the way? I mean, they're just giving a bunch of money to a Japanese video game company and cheap Chinese manufacturers and Jeff Bezos. And, and,
1: and whores online, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but when, since when has Congress cared about our economy? Right, right, right. Yeah. Well,
2: that's fair. Now, if you think that's wasteful, researchers did estimate in a study published in Frontiers in Environmental Science that, quote, an astounding 129 billion face masks are being used globally every month thanks to COVID-19 protocols. Now, if that number isn't shocking enough for you, it breaks down to 3 million every single minute. Well, well, you know,
1: it's a a damn good thing they only care about the environment when they're trying to make me eat a cockroach burrito. Yep. Jesus.
2: (laughs) If that's not bad enough, as I'm sure anybody watching this knows, because you can't go anywhere in the world without seeing these things everywhere. I mean, they're littering the streets. Your shopping cart—you go to get one at the grocery store. There's some dirty mask in there. I mean, most of them are the disposable kind, made out of plastic, and they're just being thrown around. I mean, where are they going?
1: Oops. Well, I mean, they're probably going into the ocean. I mean, I bet <laughs> I bet these sea turtles are looking up at us, just like, really, really, you're, you're throwing this this dirty plastic masks from a Chinese sweatshop in here, man. Like, you know. I just—I'm glad to report that apparently I'm an environmentalist now, <laughs> because I, you know I don't wear those masks. So I get, all, all you uh, doing your part, yeah, all you climate change Nazis, you can stop. You can stop with your moralizing, because I've seen you. I've seen you. you double masking, triple masking. You're 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 basically strangling the, the sea turtles right in front of me.
2: You're the part of the problem. Ugh
1: Um, Anyway, speaking of the law of unintended consequences, as Rush would say, uh, an absolutely hilarious video leaked from a school board meeting in Idaho last week. Hmm. Um, If you haven't seen this, it's amazing. So some idiot Karen on the school board, she was engaged in a vicious debate about the district's mandatory mask policy. Um, Of course, you know, it goes without saying she was losing the debate because there's no proof that the masks are helpful for anything, um, but that's not Wait, the point. So she
2: was arguing for the masks, and she was losing. Well, yeah,
1: she's a I mean, she's a mask Karen. She just wants everybody to submit. That's the whole thing.
2: Okay. Um,
1: so the other guy's like, hey, you know, there's no proof that they work. Hey, look at Texas. Texas just got rid of the mandate. The cases went down. So on, so forth. I don't want to get too much into the weeds here. Um, the point is. This lady nearly passed out herself while wearing her own mask. While blathering on about how she wants to force children to muzzle up all day long at school.
2: Wow. Okay. Well, look. I mean, to be fair, she obviously isn't getting enough oxygen to her brain to make the connection. Like so.
1: she, she was getting so angry. Like, you know how they get angry and they like kind of like short circuit when they're losing oh, a fight. yeah. So she started like getting really mad, and she was wearing the mask, and <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't breathe. Right. So she starts taking these five second. Pauses between words?
2: Jesus. And
1: taking these big gulping breaths and I mean honestly the only thing that would have been better if she would have just conked her fucking head right down on the desk.
2: Oh my god. You know, if only there were a perfect analogy to illustrate how stupid these people are. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to think on that. <laughs> then again, maybe she just wasn't wearing the right type of mask. Now have you seen the newest mask out there? Get mask? Not, not quite. Right. It leaves your mouth uncovered and only straps on over your nose. Ah, perfect for the mouth breathing moron in your life. But um, but it's not actually meant to replace the regular COVID mask. This is meant to be worn underneath the usual Fauci double mask, but kept on while eating and drinking. That way, you never have to breathe freely ever again. So,
1: so it's like Inception. Like like Inception for idiots, or, or like a like a, a matryoshka doll for morons.
2: I mean, I just can't wait until they're requiring masks for every single orifice of the body. I mean, why not? You know,
1: that's one way to pump those numbers up. You know, like <laughs> what, what do you say we're using three million a minute? That's right. That's rookie numbers. No. You know, we got to throw some butt plug masks in the Atlantic, people. <laughs> you know, by the time we're done, you're going to be able to walk from Florida to fucking Morocco.
2: On a bridge of masks,
1: masks and filth. It's it's going
2: to be really wonderful. This is how they prevent <laughs> California from sinking into the ocean.
1: I was going to say this is how they're going to get all the uh, sub-Saharan Africans to <laughs> to enrich our culture. You know, okay. one, once we get everybody from Latin America to come here, and and uh, Latin America's empty, and, and once. Europe's full. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to take all the rest of Sub-Saharan Africa, and they're going to walk on the Mask Bridge.
2: Well, that'll be really great to
1: America. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll give them uh, two thousand bucks a month, put them up in a hotel. It'll be awesome.
2: Sounds like a great uh, <laughs> great transportation plan you got cooking there.
1: Hey, that's a great uh, great segue because <laughs> if you thought mask mandates were bad, get a load of human butt plug transportation secretary Pete Booty Judge. And his new plan attacks Americans for their gas mileage. So this it, what?
2: So, Tax Americans for their what?
1: For their gas mileage. And he's really excited about it. So so uh, Mayor Pete, uh, he went on CNBC. He was grinning with glee as he discussed his big idea to bleed us by the mile for the sin of driving on the road. Um, he said that's the way to fund infrastructure.
2: Funny, I thought it was the thousands of dollars in taxes that you take from me already, but apparently those are all getting funneled to China <laughs> and corporate entities. I mean, look, we'll get to all that, but I just want to point it out. How silly is it that NBC owns a goddamn financial network?
1: Uh, Jimmy Seville was a beloved children's host. Why can't the commies talk about the markets? Okay.
2: You know what? <laughs>
1: I mean, Mad Money's a fun show. You know, I wouldn't take investment advice from them or anything. But Jim Cramer's a funny guy. I
2: mean, let's you know? not get too distracted right. here. I mean, basically, we're talking about one of the most outrageous policies I've heard suggested. You're saying that the Transportation Secretary wants to hit Americans with a mileage tax. So basically, every road's a toll road now.
1: Doesn't it just get better and better, America? Like, we're just two months into this well, Like, we're barely into April, and they just keep coming up with new, wonderful ideas. You know, speak, speaking of infrastructure, um, I guess I should say so-called infrastructure. I don't know if you guys saw Moron Joe's uh, little speech. Um, I don't remember when this was. I think it was on Friday. Um, most people didn't watch it. <laughs> but he's got a big plan to raise taxes on all our job creators. Oh. Um Basically shut our businesses down, shackle them with regulations. You know the, the drill. Pro-China stuff, anti-American stuff. But it has a uh, $3 trillion price tag.
2: How many trillions of dollars are we just going to print out?
1: Oh, well, Trillions! It's no trillions. Big, some big deal. Oh,
2: yes. Trillions. Trillions.
1: No big deal. No big deal. It's, they'll just print some more out. But anyway, he called it an infrastructure plan uh, because his handlers read their new Speak dictionary cover to cover. Um... Well, I'm not going to get into tax policy too much, because we do have to get to the funny voices and the dick jokes. But uh, apparently, in this infrastructure plan, there's $20 billion set aside for destroying racist highways.
2: Destroying what? I'm sorry, what the fuck is a racist highway?
1: Oh, well, oh you never heard of the uh, the KKK Expressway?
2: No, no, the fuck I did not.
1: The, the gas, the kikes
2: turnpike? Okay, you can't say that.
1: Well, I mean, apparently, I mean, it, this has to be a big problem if they're going to spend twenty billion dollars on it. There, there, there's got to be some racist highways out there. Somewhere.
2: So funding infrastructure in their mind means destroying roads. No, no,
1: racist roads. You
2: they're, know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I mean, while we're talking about imaginary things that don't exist, what the hell are they going to do about the highway to hell? I mean, What's we're on that. on that.
1: What's we plan on that? We're all the way on
2: that. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> it's a hand over the dynamite. Like, I'm ready for $20 billion of dynamite. This road needs to stop. You know, I I, got to say, though, I I do know what you're thinking out there. I mean, Joe Biden promised not to raise your taxes. Now he's charging you by the mile to tear up your route to work and send your job to China. Well, you know what? If you are tired of being ripped off by false election promises, maybe this legislative candidate from India is the one for you. Salam. Saravanan is going viral for his very sensible campaign manifesto, which promises voters free iPhones, cars, boats, mini helicopters, houses, robot maids, 10 million rupees, a 300-foot artificial iceberg to cool the region, and a rocket launch pad from which he will provide free trips to the moon.
1: Wait, he's promising all that? Correct. Correct. Last week, he wouldn't even put me on the phone with the manager. And now he's promising (laughs) free trips to the moon?
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Now, seriously, though, who could argue with all that, right? It's
2: true. I mean, Democrats in America went to the polls for a $2,000 check and a couple months of free college.
1: Suckers. I I mean, I guess the message here is that if you are a liberal and you're listening to the show, first off, uh, I mean, wow. Good job. Um, But, yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you still doing here? Move to India.
2: Exactly. They're going to give you that Jetson's lifestyle, baby.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, this guy, I mean, I think he'd start small and just, like, promise to figure out indoor plumbing first. But I like that he's thinking big.
2: Yeah, I mean, what do we know about Indian (laughs) politics, right?
1: (laughs) Apparently nothing. (laughs) Anyway, we're getting our first call of the evening, and it's coming at a good time. Uh, Looks like a, I think this is a Texas number.
2: Oh, okay, well, why don't you go ahead and take it?
1: Oh, all right, fine. Um, Okay, uh, area code 214, you're on with uh, War on Morons. State your name and where you're calling from.
2: Hi, this is Llewellyn in Plano, Texas. I was just calling in. I have to say, people need to watch out for these politicians and their campaign promises. I mean, you know, that, that, they're just full of bullcrap.
1: Hey, you know what? I, uh, I'm i in complete agreement with you there, <laughs> Llewellyn, 100%.
2: Damn right you are. I'll tell you what, the, you know, my cage my kids, you, you remember my cage kids. I called in a little while ago. I got Kids down at the border that I'm fostering, you know, for for the good of the country. You're still doing this? And
1: the the cage kids. Yes, f- I'm.
2: Yes, How is it still, still happening?
1: This. this was what, like, like half a year ago. You, you're the you're the the, the you went <laughs>
2: refresh our what audience. To, what 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 do you want me to do? Send them off to the burrito factory to have and cooked up for them? Well, they're I- in my home. They're getting three meals a day.
1: You're feeding them oatmeal, if I remember correctly.
2: Yes, that's right. They're getting their oatmeal three times a day. It's very nutritious. And, uh, you know, they're in my home with a loving family. Now, you know, the only thing is that these cage these kids, they still have a lot to learn. I mean, they fell for a big load of bull from this President Biden. Uh, they think that he's going to set them free and make them all citizens and give them a bunch of money. You know, they're like, oh, Miss Llewellyn, we can just go out. You know, they'll, they'll pay for us to stay in a hotel. We're we're fine to go now. I said, well, that ain't happening on my watch. I mean, you know, goddamn, I, I've been putting in work and feeding these kids and housing these kids for months now, like you said. Uh, I'm not I'm not letting them go until things balance out and I can get my fair market value for these kids, i tell you what.
1: Okay, so what? So what are you? So, what are you uh, so wait, so they want to leave, and you're not letting them?
2: But well, where are they going to go? They're children, for God's sake. I mean, you know, they can't provide for themselves. I mean, you know, besides, I mean, you know, in the meantime, you know, they've got a loving home here where they can, you know, do my laundry and and clean the roof and the gutters and, you know, we get them busy. I I mean, you know, it's it's not all chores either. I mean, you know, these Mexicans, somebody's got to teach them to be good Christians if they want to be Americans instead of the Mexican heathens that they are. I mean, you know, so so this past Sunday, I'll let them partake in my, my family's Easter tradition.
1: Okay. Um, i Well, I, I, we all know that that Mexicans have never heard of Easter. So,
2: yeah, that that is exactly right. They don't know a damn thing about celebrating the, the our Lord's holiday. I, I, they don't even know who Jesus and Mary are. They they keep saying hey Zeus, like you know, what planet are they from? Anyway, they're about to learn because you know, my family we take Easter very seriously. Uh, every year, for the past 15 years, me and my children and my husband, we all sit down and we watch the Passion of the Christ eight hour marathon all day long. And we, and we learn about, you know, what those Christ killing Jews these to our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Wait, what? You... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs>
1: you... <laughs> well, you just watch the it's... Passion of the Christ over and over and over again with your children.
2: Yes, absolutely. And, and you, ta- you, know and you teach them right. about the Jews. Yes, they are God fearing children. Absolutely, you know. It's you know. I have to say, I think I think that these little cage kids were touched. I mean, they were really. I mean, they were crying. Uh, you know, they were they were really touched by the Holy Spirit. So I think I did a good thing.
1: That's a. I mean, that's a really brutal, violent movie. How old are? I mean, you say. You've been showing this movie to your kids for uh, since how How old were your kids when you first started showing them the Passion of the Christ all day long?
2: Well, as soon as they were born.
1: I've I've, I've got to say, Llewellyn, I mean it. I I kind of feel like that that might kind of scar somebody.
2: Oh, for God's sake! I mean, I don't know where you were raised—probably some hippie hellhole—but. Here in Texas, I mean, there ain't nothing, and, and you know these cage kids have seen much worse. I mean, they come from Mexico, for God's sake. I mean, I guess I can't argue with that. Now I'm just waiting. I mean, you no, know, and you know, you should be thanking me. At the end of the day, I don't know what your problem is, buddy. But you know, I'm making, I'm making good. A strong Christian Americans out of these cage kids. I mean, when I, when I, when they get sold to their new owners, they are going to be contributing members of society.
1: And, and again, it's—I don't think that you can trade slaves in in, in yeah, the twenty-first I mean, century.
2: They are, not, they are not slaves. They are housework, for God's sake. And you're going to sell them? Well, yes, I'm not just going to let them go for free. I mean, that oatmeal costs something. They're running up my western bill. They're running up my water bill for the past six months.
1: Well, let's just say I wanted to buy one of your Mexican cage kits. How much would it cost?
2: Well, I I can't go into that because I don't think you're a serious buyer. But I will tell you, I had one of my neighbors offer me $1,000 for one of them. I told her to go straight to hell. You know, there is no damn way that I'm taking such a hit. Well, you know, I know the market's gonna correct itself. I learned a thing or two from that GameStop, game stock, fiasco. I, 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 I know things about this out. I'll get my money soon enough. You'll see.
1: It sounds like you know the uh, the value of a dollar.
2: Damn right, I know the value of a dollar and the value of Jesus. So, you know, if anybody's got a problem with it, they can talk to me and my gun.
1: I was saying you might have uh, been learning. A, you might have been learning the lesson from the Passion of the Christ.
2: <laughs> I know about all that, but, uh, if you're calling me a dirty Jew, then we're gonna have some problems.
1: <laughs> all right, Llewellyn, I think I'll let you go. Uh, happy Easter. <laughs> well, um, as, uh, as riveting as that call was, Riveting?
2: I, Disturbing? <laughs> Is there, like, an agency we can call on that woman? <laughs> My God! I,
1: you know, she's, uh, she's doing her part, you know, I, I,
2: Her part in what? A genocide? Well, I mean, have you... The slave trade?
1: Look, she didn't leave those kids under a bridge.
2: That was uh that was the Biden administration. Oh, for God's sake, I can't believe you're actually playing devil's advocate <laughs> on behalf of that horrible woman.
1: <laughs> anyway, we actually we got a voicemail that came in while I was talking to her. I, I didn't want to interrupt the call, so oh, well, that's fair. um I, I guess you might as well just pull it up.
2: Yeah, I mean at this point why not? I need to grab a drink anyways. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Well, uh let's just uh let's just listen to it, so here we go. You
3: have one Yeah, hey, this is Rudy, uh, your your baseball correspondent. I don't know why you didn't pick up the, the phone. Maybe you didn't recognize my number. Uh, anyway, I'm over here at City Field in Queens at the New York Mets game. And I gotta tell you, I'm smoking some grass right here at the ball field. And it's okay, because it's perfectly legal, because a great man, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, has made it okay. Every, everybody's allowed to smoke glass now in New York, and I just wanted to call and tell you that it's good, and it's a good thing that that, that they ain't going to have all the All-Star game down there in, in Georgia. Cause in Georgia, I gotta sneak. I gotta sneak my grass oh. and my pills and my booze and and my blow and everything. I gotta sneak it into the game. I got to keep to it. Yeah. And, 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 and frankly, I think they should move the All Star Game here to New York because it, it's it's sensible law. That you should be uh, allowed to smoke marijuana or, or do whatever you want. And, uh, it, 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 and if people scared about the vax- vaccine, you got to take a vaccine. That's not a big deal. I'm, I, I'm not scared of no fucking deal. I, I've been shooting up drugs in my arm since the goddamn 60s. Well, you and heard and I'm, well. I'm almost 80 years old. Well, and you and be it's firm. not a big deal. And also, I wanted to say that Andrew Cuomo's a great man it's because he killed a lot of really annoying people what? At, at those nursing homes that I don't like, especially this son of a bitch named Sylvester. Not Sylvester uh, Miller. I, I grew up with that son of a bitch here in, 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 in Long Island. He, 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 pissed me off. He, he's always trying to, try to steal my girlfriends. He's always calling me and all sorts of nonsense. And Andrew Cuomo gave him the, the virus and he's dead. So Andrew Cuomo's a good man. And if, he, and if he wants to get some tail and some ass, that's okay because he's the governor and he's the boss. So, so, and go Dodgers. Bye.
2: This, this is why grandpas you don't get, like, invited to, like, you know, frickin', you know, like, you ever wonder why your grandchildren don't call you on the phone? That's why.
1: He, I mean, wow. I don't even, so he, I mean, Andrew Cuomo has a fan. He likes that he killed his annoying friend. Apparently, Rudy
2: and Andrew Cuomo have, like, a hit list they've been working on together.
1: (laughs) Hey, if uh, if any of your grandparents have been getting on your nerves, um, well, uh, New York State, that's (sighs) that's the place. Jesus. Oh, my
3: God.
1: But at least they let you smoke weed now, so. Yeehaw. Yeah. Well, I mean, after a couple calls like that... um, Let's let's have a, a palate cleanser. Mm. You know, um, how about a nice dumb criminal's block <laughs> instead of this political nonsense? That
2: sounds good. Uh,
1: all right, so uh, we'll start things off, of course, in Florida, uh, where a 34-year-old mother was arrested last month for showing up to her daughter's middle school with boxing gloves on and fighting a child.
2: What? <laughs> Okay, I've got a few questions. I've got a few. Uh, mainly, why boxing gloves? Was this some kind of sanctioned match? I, I'm pretty sure that,
1: I, I don't think they do this on barstool sports even. Like, what do what they get? Crackhead Florida mom versus Frightened middle schooler. <laughs> tonight on Rough and Rowdy. <laughs> and, uh, oh my god. Th- this chick had boxing gloves super glued to her hands.
2: As one um, does.
1: Yeah, it, it actually um, it came up at the meeting she was there for um, with her kid and, and the vice principal. Um, apparently, the Superglue explanation was perfectly fine. And-
2: perfectly fine? Yeah. I mean, come on. What You got a Band-Aid on your finger? You say, oh, yeah, I cut myself chopping vegetables. Anyway, what were you saying about the attendance policy? Like, they did not the same level. What the fuck? Superglue's boxing gloves to their hands people who
1: jump teenagers at a middle school on their way to the parking lot after a parent-teacher conference um, and, and end up putting the teenager in the hospital. That's wow. it. Wow. Good job, Florida woman.
2: You know, say what you want about those blue states keeping kids hostage with online learning for a full year. <laughs> at least they don't have to deal with shit like this. <laughs> anyway, speaking of child abuse, a photo making the rounds on social media platforms is causing outrage online. It appears to be a screenshot from a Facebook ad showing a tiny infant with long, sharp, super pointy fingernails like Cardi B or Kendall Jenner, with the caption, "I can do your baby's nails. PM me for info. Cheap rates."
1: Yeah, because that's uh, that's something you want to skimp on. You know, they're, they're <laughs> just filing your newborn's tiny little squirming fingers down the claws. I mean, I mean, yeah. Can you imagine if you grow up with no fucking fingertips? Because some ghetto manicurist snipped them off doing this shit when you were like two months so old. Like, oh, what happened to your finger, Shaniqua? I'm just assuming it's a no, Shaniqua. You know, oh, well, what, what, what happened was, see, when I was a baby, my mama tried to turn me into a brat stall.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it could be a little bit worse than that. I mean, your baby will probably claw themselves or scratch their eyes out. I mean,.
1: Are we even sure this is real? I mean, this sounds like, a, you remember, like, the bonsai kitty? Mm, like, from the 90s? True. <laughs> like, like, the website made people think they were putting kittens <laughs> yeah, in yeah, glass boxes or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah, it kind of does seem like that. I mean, it might be Photoshop. If it is, it's still a good moron story. I mean, there's a bunch of morons freaking out about it, that's for sure.
1: In this day and age, I wouldn't put anything past these people. Uh, anyway, here's a good one. Uh, last week in England, a drunk driver crashed his car over the curb, and right onto the doorstep of the local police station.
2: Well, hey, I mean, look on the bright side. Didn't have to ride in the back of a cop car, right?
1: I'm guessing not, you know? Can you imagine if he did this, though, and, like, uh, the drunk tank was full? And he still had to. (laughs) No, I'm guessing they were just like, you know, step outside the vehicle, right into the drunk tank.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe he was trying to turn himself in, or maybe that's just where he happened to pass out.
1: (laughs) They gave him two breathalyzers. Two? I mean... Like, if you're drunk enough to plow over the road and slam into the fucking precinct, you can skip the formalities. You know, I'm a crazy man, though. What do I know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about a crazy man, then let's go down to Fayetteville, Georgia, where a guy just got his final paycheck after quitting his job at a local auto shop. The only problem is that it was in the form of 91,000 oil-soaked pennies in a broken wheelbarrow under a note that read, Fuck you!
1: <laughs> that was his final face Yes!
2: Yeah?
1: Yeah. What, what did he do to deserve this? Did he take a shit on the boss's desk or something? <laughs> like, what led up to this?
2: Well, you see, it's an interesting story. He actually I'll put in his two week notice to go work somewhere else.
1: The, the, what else?
2: No, that's it. That's, that's the whole
1: story. That'll send the message. Jeez! <laughs> Why not just shoot him in the break room? Then. Nobody will quit
2: then. <laughs> this was three months after his last day, too. He actually had to go to the Georgia Department of Labor to get his final check, which was for about $915. I'm not sure if dumping a half ton of filthy, unusable pennies on his driveway fulfills that obligation.
1: I mean, I wonder how the boss saw this playing out
2: for him. Like,
1: I mean, does he does he want the guy to say, like, you know what, you know, like... I was, I I was gonna quit, but I had a change of heart. You know, I I, I can't move on in my career now. I couldn't imagine working for anybody else. <laughs> like, you know, what are these companies always trying
2: to say? Like, you
1: know, we're like family.
2: Oh yeah, this, it, I mean, this is some fucked up family type <laughs> shit, right? Like the I mean, Biden family, <laughs> right? When contacted by the media, the shop owner said, "I don't remember if it was done by me or not. It matters not." It
1: matters not. It
2: matters not. Who the hell
1: talks like that?
2: I have like apparently somebody who thinks they're a bond villain. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And he called his former employee a fucking weenie. A fucking weenie? A fucking weenie. It matters not. He's a
1: fucking (laughs) weenie (laughs) anyway.
2: You know, believe it or not, this guy, actually, his shop has a ton of uh, negative reviews. I mean, people... It matters for, not. For some reason, people keep saying it's a toxic work environment. Can you imagine, Fucking like... Fucking weenies. Can you,
1: can you imagine what he would do to your car? If oh you, like... It, like, this is an auto... An auto mechanic. I mean, they have a bad rap as it is. Yes. Jesus. I couldn't imagine, like, like, like taking my... my Transmission or my engine oh, to get repaired it. by this you guy. You need
2: spark plugs. It's going to be three thousand dollars, and I'm going to fuck your wife in the ass. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm going to go somewhere else. Fucking weenie, fuck you. <laughs> no,
1: he just burns your house down.
2: <laughs> <Jeez>.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think you should just close down the shop and open up one of those gimmick restaurants where they just insult the customers.
2: I yeah. don't know if I trust this guy making food, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, anyway, speaking of negative reviews, um, I have a feeling there's a Quite a few coming to NBC universe Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, the media giant, they made a big move recently uh, when they acquired the WWE Network for the Peacock streaming service. Uh, should obviously be a huge gift for NBC. There's a lot of wrestling fans out there. A lot of really rabid, rabid, dedicated fans. And the WWE Network has a back catalog. This is crazy.
2: 17,000
1: hours of content. Damn. That's a lot of content. Yeah, it is. Well, they've already managed to piss off the fan base. Um, they've revealed that they're going to be combing through every last minute of that 17,000 hours. You guessed it. Looking for racism.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, should we be shocked at this point? I it's NBC. What do they expect? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, at the end of the day, if we're going by today's standards, I mean, when they're done whittling down that 17,000 hours, I mean, they'll probably be lucky to fill up a pay-per-view, maybe.
1: I can just imagine they're going to have, like, Rachel Maddow and, like, Keith Olberman like, in, in the back, yeah. like, like watching the tape. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean,
1: I noticed the um, this Undertaker guy, he hanged this uh, this policeman in the middle of the ring. And we did like that. We did like that. But uh, we, uh, we we had to cut it. Oh, you guys worried about the lynching? Huh? See, see, it was a story. Like, no, no, no. The lynching was fine. But why is the Undertaker that? black, you know, you're going to have to uh, get rid of any black Undertaker footage. Very negative. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they've already mm. gotten rid of a bunch of matches. they put those disclaimers on others. Oh, right? my God. You can see where this is going.
2: I mean, isn't a big part of wrestling stereotypes like the good guys versus the bad guys? I mean, how the heck is this going to work? Are they just going to have one wrestler that has, like, bad... Bad person on their shirt, and the other person's good person. Cheer for me, like what?
1: It's just gonna have like the, the generic wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Wrestler
2: one versus wrestler two. <laughs> it's
1: gonna look like uh, like one of those like uh, video games when like to player one versus player two. Yeah, like
2: when your parents couldn't afford Street Fighter, so they got you like the dollar store generic.
1: I was thinking Not like uh, like when you're playing like Mortal Kombat but yeah. you both play as the same character. Yeah, yeah. So like one of them's like uh the same character but like a different color. Uh, like, oh my god. I don't know. I I just think that uh I I I can get, I, I, I can talk wrestling all day, but yeah, we'll lose half the audience. And um <laughs> anyway, we got another call coming in here and um looks like Texas again, so huh. after that last one, I think uh, I think it's your turn.
2: All right, all right, we'll see what happens. Uh, hello, I hear you code 432, you're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is
3: the this is terrorist, Longhorn Flanagan. I'm calling from Odessa, Texas. And I just want to say to all my fans out there, hook them horns!
0: Uh,
3: can you even
2: say that? Isn't that like a... Copyrighted term from University I, of Texas. Uh,
3: no, I got an agreement with the, with them boys in Austin. We look, dang it, you! I've been saying "hook 'em horns" since like 1981. I said it in all my matches. I I, I throw up the horns. I, I I do it before I hit somebody with the cattle stunner. Uh, yeah, I mean, y- y'all were just talking about wrestling. I'm
2: sorry, I I'm sorry, Longhorn. I, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not like the world's biggest wrestling aficionado. I mean, like I enjoy it sometimes, but I'm not like, you know, I don't know everything about it.
3: I, I just really wanted to kind of jump in on the program, cause you know, I, I, y- y'all know I listen to your show and I, I do love your show, uh, but it ain't. I can't can't remember the last time you, you said you wanted to talk some wrestling, uh, so I think cause y'all, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a fighter. I, 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 I'm an old time wrestler. And and I got stories for you. I can, t- I can go on for hours, okay, and I will. Well, uh, right let's, uh,
2: let's let's try to keep it on the topic here. I mean, uh, you know, what do you think about WWE yeah. networks being, uh, you know, their catalog being slashed uh, for racist well, content? Well, I tell you,
3: New York, they always had it. You know, they're always kind of soft, Uh That's why I never never went up there. Uh, but I, I got to tell you that they're getting rid of wrestling matches because of racism. <laughs> my, my whole career is has is, been is based on a race. I mean, if it weren't, weren't for good old fashioned racism, I wouldn't have drawn one god darn dime in this business. Whoa! But, but but I, I don't know if that's but yeah, but i drew, that drew a lot of things down horn uh yikes. Oh, no racism it's good you know it's that's, that's what puts the butts in the seats you know you know all my best angles all my best feuds, all my best you know my greatest rivalries that you know that everybody really really got hot for you know they they kind of kind of had a little of that little of that extra edge from you know what you all my I could call racism. But, oh. it, You know, we didn't mean nothing by it. Well, it just, you it know, it's sounds just what, pretty
2: terrible. I mean, can you give an example?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everybody knows Longhorn Flanagan. You know, my greatest rival is Al Dent. You know that that son of a bitch, that 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 whop, that, that Italian oh. bastard. Well, well I, I, if I saw him right now, I'd wring his neck. And his, his manager, Mama Italy, oh, I hated that fat bitch. Wow. She, well, she was dirty. You know, she, she'd always come up behind me. She'd punch me in the nuts. she she hit me with that spoon. She'd, oh, she'd, grab my, she, she'd grab my rope and she'd yank me. Oh, I hated Mama Lily. Oh, I hated him. You
2: know, because he's a wop. You know, if you could tell you know, using I, I, that word, it wouldn't sound too well, bad.
3: Well, I mean, you know, his hocus pocus and his Catholic. I mean, we all know, you know, how them people are. And I'll let the fans know that in Texas, we don't, you know, we don't suffer no Catholics. And and that
2: okay. got the fans behind me
3: now, now, but now when, when, his, when i like, went up in his territory I this
2: is really uh really uh a little little spicy i don't know if this is the best example you've come up with longhorn well all right. well what hell about um
3: there there was a, a whole fan i tell you you remember the the cannibal Holocaust match that i had oh, uh i think that was back in 88. The what? The, can- a, the cannibal holocaust? Yeah, the, the cannibal holocaust match. Uh, it was against Kumba, the Congolese cannibal. Okay, uh, now that a, is just insulting. You know, an African. Insulting. Yeah, well, no, he's an African, so he eats people. Either way, what? us cool. Well, he wanted to eat meat. Um, you know, on account of me being, you know, because I'm big and beefy, you know, I'm Longhorn Flanagan. So he came to Texas and he he wanted to eat me and he wanted to eat yeah, every single, you know, one of Tex- Texans and you know even the Teanos okay. in the audience. And I said, I said, you, I'm going to send you back to Africa if you try to eat us, you know, twice. And, and, and we had to have a match, and it was a, a, a cannibal holocaust match. And if he could make me get in the in the cannibal pot, this big old cooking pot, then he would get to eat me. That's, had, I, that is the worst
2: thing I've ever heard. That's incredibly racist. Nobody should watch it's that. It's just
3: wrestling. No, it's just wrestling. It's
2: horrifying. Music. Yeah,
3: no, I mean, uh, everybody. Loved, and then, of course, you know, down in Mexico, I had some great feuds in Mexico, uh, and they don't really speak the language. You know, oh, they don't speak my God! In,
2: Please, let's. English. This does not sound like it's going anywhere.
3: Well, good. well so I had a, a great rivalry with some, a midget, um, a, a midget luchador. Uh, his name was Pablo, the border jumping, jumping Me.
2: okay, and no, no Longhorn. Oh, no, he, could fly, not. he could fly.
3: He fly around like you think that Rey Mysterio something. Yeah. you should. You should see. You know, he's dead now. He's dead. You know, the right. cocaine overdose. But uh, oh, I hated that little Mexican. But I mean, I, I'm a, just between you and me. Boy, we got drunk so many times. We had such a great time together. But, um, but, you know, the fans, the fans don't know that we had to use racism. Do, do you understand? <sighs> I,
2: I, I honestly don't know what I mean. That's why
3: thought, I'm, the, I'm the star that I am today.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you benefited from, like, marginalizing all these people. I mean, like, it really sounds awful. I'm not one to be, like, extremely well, politically correct, but the things you are well, no, no, pretty horrible. Well, there
3: was that. Well, you know, it's not always that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I fight for America against, you know, the racists. Like, um, oh, you ever hear of to Adolf? What? Uh, well, he's, um, he's the son of Adolf Hitler. Jesus and Christ! see, he, well, he's not, he's not really the son of Adolf Hitler, um, I we just not. But, but yeah, he, he, I, normally when I'm fighting, well, when I was fighting against El Heo to Adolf Hitler, or Adolf Hitler Jr., you know, he's the heel because he's a Nazi, you know? Normally?
2: Um, normally? Like, what? Like, wasn't that like all the freaking time?
3: Well, you know, sometimes we'd work toward Lane, Idaho.
2: Okay. And they kind of uh-huh. have
3: a. They kind of like him there, you and, know.
2: And see, up, up, horn, up there I had to work long here. Longhorn, no. Yeah, this is this what? is horrific. This is horrible.
3: It's just wrestling. It's just good old fashioned wrestling. See the best match, you know, even better than the cannibal. Uh, Holocaust match. I think the best match I ever had was actually against Adolf. It was a, a death camp death match. Okay, you know what?
2: What? You know what? Oh, I oh, don't, like, tell me, to you that. don't get
3: offended because of the name. It, look, that cow wasn't even a death camp. It's it, 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 it just a catchy title because it, it was a death match because he was breaking lap tubes on me and all that. Um... But anyway, uh, you know, look, if you knew your history, uh, look. look, if you want to know about the real camps, I actually just got a com from the Pigeons uh, last night. And this is from from Lynn Wood. Okay, you know, that's
2: that's enough. That's that's, that's absolutely enough, Lin Wood. No, I'm going to end the call. This is way, way, way out of line. You're giving wrestling a horrible name today. It's happening.
3: Nope. May 5th, they're going to put us in camps. Okay. Goodbye.
2: I don't I I I I don't know what the fuck he thought he was accomplishing <laughs> there.
1: You know, he's uh I mean apparently he's a great wrestler.
2: Uh apparently he's a great racist.
1: <laughs> I you know, I, I've never heard of Longhorn until he started calling our show. I
2: oh, I, I wonder I, why.
1: I i I mean maybe they should <laughs> They should put some of his stuff on Peacock. It's you know, us. I want to see. I want to see the match for yes He has to get in. No, in, we're not, in the we're not. We're pod. not. We're not watching
2: any of those damn matches. Or, or the, or the cannibal eats everybody in the audience. Oh my god!
1: Definitely. Oh my. God. Well,
2: Definitely uh, not PC.
1: um, Well, speaking of PC, uh, we've got a great, very, very PC commercial. Really? Well, not really. Do
2: they know who they're advertising for? (laughs) Apparently not.
1: All right. Uh, We'll be right back.
2: Hey, sailor. Do you want to be in the army, but
1: with way more men and lipstick? Then it's time to enlist in the woke force. We'll show you how to throw pregnant women out of airplanes, how to sword fight in latrines with double-ended dildos, how to raise the American flag on the battlefield, then douse it in gasoline and set it on fire. China, Iran, North Korea, Russia, We'll never stop the woke force because we are actively anti-racist and passively anti-human. <laughs> Remember, troops, you can't kill us. We'll kill ourselves. Join the woke force today at America's new
2: the baby, in the Okay, I... Mm, I don't think that that was a great uh, move approving that one. Hey,
1: well, you know, if you sign up for it, you probably won't be able to tell the difference uh, between that and the real army these days. So, uh, yeah.
2: Don't sign up for it.
1: Anyway, I guess we might as well get on to the, uh, to the final block of the evening. All um, right. Starting with the, uh, Oh, well, this next door is actually up that same alley.
2: Oh, dear God. Uh,
1: so, a uh, supposedly elite private school in New York has banned the terms mom and dad in their new inclusive language guide.
2: That doesn't seem very inclusive, does it?
1: Well, it's it's inclusive of some things. Um, they're instructing their K-12 through students, who's... um. Uh, non-gender-specific parental units are shelling out $46,000 a year for this amazing education to use the terms grown-ups and folks instead.
2: I mean, I hate to play devil's advocate here, but what if they're referring to the government? Like, can they call Andrew Cuomo or Joe Biden their daddy? I mean, you know. Who would their mom be, AOC? Oh, no, no, she's a revolutionary, not a mother. Their mother would be Rachel Levine.
1: That actually makes sense. Um, yeah, the language guide's just the tip of the iceberg, too. Apparently this school spends more time drilling these poor kids on gender dysmorphia and white supremacy than they do on math and science.
2: And here we are.
1: Yeah, these are the leaders of tomorrow. Somehow, I uh, don't think they're doing this kind of stuff in China.
2: I wonder. Well, moving on to Chicago and yet another school district, uh, the latest victim of cancel culture might just surprise you. It's Barack Obama.
1: Something tells me it's not because they uh, finally figured out he's a communist. Uh, maybe they heard his shitty podcast with Bruce Springsteen.
2: His what? Is that a thing? I,
1: believe it or not, that's a thing.
2: Oh, God. I keep hearing
1: commercials for that it. That
2: should not be a thing.
1: I, I, like Obviously, I've got the right... Uh, I use the right apps because they, uh, they don't know who they're advertising to. <laughs>
2: Good God. Well, yeah, they do because we needed the content. That's a story in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Anyways... No, left-wing activists are actually protesting because the district is debating whether to rename Thomas Jefferson Middle School in honor of the 44th president and former Illinois senator. And
1: left-wing activists protesting this. Correct. Obama got
2: canceled. Well, you see, they said they will not be a part of removing the name of one oppressor just to replace it with another. OK, the quote is, I will not be part of renaming a school after someone who did not and does not represent the undocumented community.
1: No, they just love it when they fight amongst themselves like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, let's just go full bore here. I mean, maybe they can name the school after an illegal immigrant. You mean
1: other than Obama? Ah, wow, well, fair. How about Speedy Gonzales Middle School? (laughs) I think that is a good ring to it. Yeah, sure. Uh, Anyway, since we're talking about cancel culture, here's a funny one. Um, So over on Twitter, there's a... Apparently this is actually a trend now, but this was a really, really good one. So there's a trans activist calling itself Violet 5G
2: Valentine. That has a nice ring to it. Do you think his parents gave him that name? Or her name? I don't even know. Yeah,
1: I I think the the parents have uh, long scratch that name out of their list. Um, a- anyway, um, this is another one of those unconvincing dudes in purple hair and makeup. Um, well, this person is getting ridiculed after, well, depending on your level of derangement, um, he staged a one-man or one-woman book-burning event and lit a stack of Harry Potter books on fire in, uh, in his backyard.
2: Oh, well, that'll show that J.K. Rowling. I mean, you know. How dare she be a, a woman? Right?
1: Like, I, I'm sure she's just sobbing into her millions, oh. you know, for this. Um, and then this, uh, this trans activist tweeted out photos with the caption, Cancel culture wins again. <laughs> Completely unaware of the irony um, that he was basically aligning himself with the Christian fundamentalists who thought that Harry Potter was satanic back in the day.
2: You know, the last I checked, there wasn't exactly anything transphobic in the Harry Potter books. I mean, hey, if they're going to treat her like this, maybe she should lean into it. Like, she could write children's books about how Hermione just wants to try out for the girls' Quidditch team, but some 200-pound man in a wig takes her spot on the roster.
1: Oh, or um, uh, Moaning Myrtle, she got raped and murdered in the girls' bathroom, you know, by a guy in a sundress. Okay, a little
2: dark. Moving on. That wouldn't fit in the Harry Potter books. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of Satanism, everybody's been talking about it. It's the hottest new fashion item for the spring season. That's right. It's the Lil Nas X shoe. So the streetwear company Mischief, I think that's how you're pronouncing it, uh, produced the shoe in collaboration with the rapper, best known up to this point for his rap country crossover hit, Old Town Road. But now he's known for how much he loved Satan. You know...
1: When you say it, it sounds crazy.
2: It is yeah. a plot twist. It is a plot twist. I mean, yeah, it does. It does <laughs> sound a little crazy. But you know, let's see. I mean, like he, it
1: sounds like the church lady from Saturday Night Live. Like, I
2: don't Could it be Satan? <laughs> is he Satan <laughs> <laughs> that's doing this? <laughs> Literally. I mean, you know, but look, look, look. Here are the facts. I mean. Th- Each one of the jet black sneakers contains a drop of human blood. I'm sure that was cultivated very ethically and humanely. Um, It's decorated with a pentagram symbol and has been priced at $1,018, which is a nod to Luke 1018, which references Satan falling from heaven. They also come in a box adorned with paintings of people being tortured in hell. Oh, yeah, and uh, only 666 pairs were produced, which sold out in just one day.
1: I mean, that all could be coincidental. Hmm. You know, there's there's no need to be a conspiracy theorist or anything Nah, No,
2: they're also, I mean, just, you know, just so you have a full picture, I mean, they're also called the Lil Nas X Satan Shoe, um, and he put them out at the same time as his latest music video, which included a scene of the rapper getting sodomized by the devil in hell. (laughs) All
3: right, well, there you go. Uh,
1: So the gay rapper worships Satan. The more you know.
2: I've got to say, hip hop is uh, getting a little weird these days, right? Right.
1: Like when I was growing up, I mean, everybody knew kind of where you drew the line. Like, I mean, sure, all the rap so- songs were—they uh, weren't exactly like pro-social,
2: right? You know,
1: they were all about like selling drugs or, or pimping hoes or you know, shooting people. Like, they—they weren't—they weren't good songs.
2: No, but they weren't wholesome.
1: You drew the line at gay sex with Satan.
2: Well, you know, I—I I think they actually drew the line a little before. With Satan? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They, they drew the no homo. was kind of a thing.
2: But, uh, you know, actually, uh, Nike also draws a line at a uh, gay sex with Satan, apparently, because when these shoes did get released, everybody thought that Nike was involved because these are customized Nike sneakers. So now the giant athletic company is suing mischief for copyright infringement.
1: You know, I mean, I, I mean it, it's really funny to me that it took the, the literal devil to to get a corporation to have some some sense in in twenty twenty one like like maybe they need to get the devil involved in this major league baseball thing oh, you know mm-hmm. with uh, with Coca Cola and with Delta and everything too like maybe they need to say that that, that the devil doesn't think that you should show your ID to vote <laughs> um, like maybe that somebody should paint some devil horns on a case of Coca Cola oh my god um, but like I mean it says a lot that people actually thought that Nike was producing like. You I mean, know, I
2: bet Nike's just doing them because they want some of that sweet, sweet Satan shoe money. They just want a little piece. They right? just want a little piece They're of like, the pie. Damn,
1: you sold you sold shoes for a thousand dollars. We can't even sell shoes for a thousand dollars, right? And I mean, yeah, I think about like the the markup. I mean, they make them with slave labor, so oh, I mean, it can't, can't cost much to produce them. yeah, yeah. That's I, like that's uh, like you're making like nine hundred ninety nine dollars a shoe,
2: right? Whew shit we're in the wrong business damn right
1: anyway we're getting one more call on the on the hotline all here.
2: right i'll uh, i'll take this one and we'll wrap things up hello area code 662 you're on with the war on morons tell us your name and where you're calling from
3: yo look you just say 662 that that was real close you cutting it real close you won't end up down there but you end up down there getting burnt burnt to a crisp you better wash your mouth
2: Okay, thank, thanks you for better, the warning. You, That's your area code.
3: Well, I'm just saying you better wash your mouth, Anita. you you, 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 yeah, you going to end up in hell.
2: Okay, well, for, know, for the 666th time, Reverend, my name is Anissa, oh, not
3: Anita. Yeah, yeah well, look, look, first off, I didn't even say my name. I don't know how you knew who this is, but, yes, this is the Honorable Reverend Jeremiah Jackson. I am from, from uh, C- Crosdale, Mississippi. And and I'm mad. I am. I. I don't like. I don't like all this Satan uh, talking about the devil. Why you talking? Ooh, I don't like it. I don't like talking about the devil. I don't like talking about satanists. I don't like talking about little Nasty sex. I don't like talking about hip hop music. It ain't right.
2: You know, Reverend, I gotta say. I mean, yeah, it sounds like it's just kind of hitting a sore spot because you know it, it maybe reminds you of your past a little bit. I don't know. I maybe, I'm, no. maybe I'm getting into a little armchair no. psychology here, but uh, you know, that, doesn't, doesn't 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 it maybe strike a chord? It sounds to me like you know it's pretty similar to some of the activities you were getting Look, up to not too no, long
3: ago. L- you, listen, for the last time, when I was when I was in the satanic cult. I was not really in the satanic cult. Right, when I was I participating that. in the satanic orgies, I was not actually participating in the satanic orgies. You see, I was part of a sting operation. I was taking down the devil. I was, I was bringing down the devil from within. I was, I was, I was working for the Lord. I, I, I was casting the devil back into hell. And, and 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 this 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 rapper this this hip hopper that makes the shoes with Satan with with Nike he he ain't doing that. Oh no, he You no, know, no, yeah, no. you
2: did some hell of a job beating Satan back into hell, Reverend. I mean, now we've got that's right. We've got Satan starring in a music video having sex with Lil Nas X.
3: That's right. I brought him out into the world. You see him, You see him in the open now. You know, you, you, you didn't see that before. Is that a good you, thing? You, you I know. think it's a horrible thing. But, and now you know. Now you know not to buy the knock your shoes. You buy the knock your shoes. You have Satan on your feet. You walk Satan everywhere down the street. Oh, no, that ain't good. That ain't right. <clears throat> no, no, y'all. No, no. <clears throat> let, 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 let me tell you, this message is for little nasty sex. If you out there, you listening, you think. You think that you're on the side with the devil. You think that you're going to go down to hell and you're going to take his crown and you're going to rule hell for a million years. That ain't how it works. Because it's in the Bible. But 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 the Bible's a big book. I know you can't read a book as big as the Bible. You just got to watch a movie. There's a movie called Lil Nicky. It's a movie what? called Lil Nicky. It's got Adam Sandler in it. And... And the devil gets a pineapple. He gets a pineapple, a big pineapple, and he puts it in your booty hole, and it hurts real bad. When it, it it it's not it's not no sensual feeling good. You know, I I know he's one of the he's a sodomite and he's into that sort of thing, but it, it don't I don't care I don't care if you were Elton John it don't feel good when someone rams a pineapple in your booty hole. Okay. Robert and and I'll put that on Jesus. I'll put that on Jesus.
2: I don't and, even, and I, I don't want even, to, I don't, there's a lot to unpack there and I really don't want to know the details. So, um, I'm just going to have to let you go. Um, but well,
3: pra- Praise praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and, and everybody listening out there, um, just, just make sure that you tithe you know, you owe me some money if you, if you don't want to go to hell. Cause I am, you know, I am the Reverend. Uh, 10%. If you got your stimulus money, that means $140. Uh, so let me give you my PayPal. You know, yeah, My PayPal to is I am Jesus. Okay. Very blessed. Thank you. Three, three, three. Well, it's cause I, it's, it's cause I represent the Lord.
2: You know, I, 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 I don't think the Lord wants you representing him, but that's just me. Anyways, I'm uh, going to have to let you go because this was highly disturbing. Good luck with healing whatever's going on in your ass. <laughs> Thank God we're at the end of the show. I don't think I can take any more of this today.
1: It was definitely an interesting, <laughs> definitely an interesting show. I. But- oh.
2: Oh. Okay, I, I definitely need. Uh,
1: uh, I think we're getting kicked off some platforms. Are, are there any left that, that might kick us off?
2: <laughs> At this point, with all the Satanism talk, we're probably in. Uh, on no, thin ice with Gab, which I didn't think would be
1: possible. Hey, Torva, we're not endorsing the devil. <laughs> we promise. You know, sign of the cross or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um, well, see you next. <laughs> see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye
2: guys.